0: All right, up comes James Dapachi. So I was just reading the speaker bios that kind Lauren, my event organiser, and Sarah have popped together in this beautiful folder and it's all tabbed. And James's speaker bio leads with the following, James is a partner at Chamberlain's. And I went, oh, well, no one's updated that in the last fortnight because James is no longer a partner at Chamberlain's, (laughs) which is cool. So we had a bit of a brief chat. Come over. All right. Um, Maybe a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, because life sort of took a turn for you. And you were like, okay, how are we going to do this? I was like, I don't know. This is your stage and your space and you get to do it however you want. So I don't actually know what he's going to do. He's going to do something cool because life just changed for him. Ready? Yours. Go.
1: How does the thing work?
0: The thing works. Uh,
1: Thank you. Uh, I guess by way of uh, picking up on what Clarissa said, What's the line that builders have unfinished houses and vets have animals that are not well cared for and partnership disputes lawyers have have partnership disputes um, at, <laughs> it's not it's not quite so far as that but but um, that's right. I used to work at a place that I no longer work at, and we'll get to sort of the meat of that conversation as we progress. Um, I spoke at something else earlier in the year, and I spoke after justice. Julie Ward, um, and it was a law Society drinks, and the theme was the Great Gatsby, and I had prepared nothing. I was like, I'll just stand up and you know tell a couple of war stories and that sort of thing. Um, I was speaking second. Her Honor spoke first, having prepared a moving, funny and thoroughly researched paper uh, that riffed not only on the final year of law school that a number of the attendees were involved in, but also riffed on the theme of The Great Gatsby as well. And so um, sometimes going second is fun because you're part of being on uh, on ramped in sort of an upward trajectory. And sometimes you just get thoroughly outclassed. And uh, I think that's what happened today, but Mel, I'll do my best to pick up where you left off. Uh, That's me. Uh, Sometimes I wear a beard, sometimes I don't. Uh, That's an example of the latter. What I'm planning to talk about with you today is just fairly nuts and bolts practicality. Um, I'm a sort of partnership disputes lawyer or corporate disputes lawyer or sort of co owners disputes lawyer, and uh, basically, a big source of my work is referral work from often other lawyers as well, Um, and that arises from uh, a presence I've got online. So basically, we're going to blab for a few minutes about, hey, it's important for lawyers to talk about branding. Um, then I'm going to take you through what I do. Then I'm going to make a couple of suggestions that fall from that about what you might do. And um, then we'll do something f- hopefully fun. It'll be fun for me. Then we'll do something fun for me um, at the end of the discussion. This is a very small stage. Forgive me. Um, so if we, if we just get a sense of the current landscape... Um, the view I take about social media is that your clients or your referrers or whomever it might be, um, they're not like moving online. They're not in the process of moving onto the internet. They're there now. Um, they're enjoying whatever internet platform they enjoy just as you're enjoying whatever internet platform you enjoy. And that's, that's true whether you like it or not. So the fact that you think um, TikTok is corny or you don't get Snapchat doesn't mean that your clients don't use it and doesn't mean that it's not an opportunity there for you or your competitors to make use of. So um, the current landscape includes the use of these platforms and they are available for you to use and they're available for your competitors to use as well. And that's, and that's true whether you like it or not. Um, it's true whether um, you feel like things have changed or it's true, it's true whether you find it intimidating or not as well. And so what I say is that, that in that landscape, or indeed in any, um, what you ought to try to become is known, liked, trusted. And I might just linger on those three, and I've, I've stolen them um, from, I think, Chris Hargraves and others as well. But if I can just dive into them so it's not just touchy-feely stuff, known is a box-ticking question. Do, do, are people aware that you exist? Because you can't send work to people you don't know exist. So I just want to pose these three problems and then look at how we're going to solve them together. Are you known? Are you liked? Well, you're not going to, in an ideal world, send work to people you don't like. Um, so we're going to get into that sort of liked question. And are you trusted? Um, trusted not in the interpersonal sense of being able to um, keep secrets or whatever it may be, but trusted to execute your professional skills. So what I say is, um, if you are moving about in the marketplace, what you wanna be is become known, become liked, become trusted. We'll work through these issues as we chat. Um, What I say as well, is that the contemporary form of the internet allows our journey to known, liked, trusted, to be better leveraged, and look, we're at a conference, so taking shots at conferences is probably not not ideally what what, what Clarissa would like me to be saying up here. But there's an opportunity for the more uh, time-demanding activities we might have enjoyed in the past, like if we think the cliched sort of golf day um, or the regular catch-ups for drinks. Which uh, look for some people a golf day sounds great, and best of luck. Um, but what I say is the current Landscape allows you to leverage your time better, and we'll kind of get into why I say that um, as we progress. And you go back, you go back like that, nice. So, uh, I'm, I'm essentially just a commercial litigator. And we're gonna use my example to kind of tease out these issues and then we'll get into them for you. Um, I'm a commercial litigator with just a few little pet practice areas, essentially, uh, derivative actions, corporate oppression, like when shareholders don't get along, When directors don't get along that's essentially my practice and it's chiefly a referral practice and those referrers are often lawyers sometimes accountants um, financial planners those sort of people and it's one and done work Uh, if you have a falling out with your shareholders there sometimes your siblings and that sort of thing so um, it'll often happen once and it won't happen again so this is the kind of work that i'm chasing and so this is the sort of approach, gosh, you find so many typos that you missed. Jab, 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 right hoot. Um, sounds like great fun. Um, and I missed all these typos. I had about three or four opportunities, I think, to review drafts of this paper, and just they all eluded they all me. Um, and so essentially my strategy to become known, liked, trusted, is to use the internet to try to share things I consider to be valuable, and hopefully others consider to be valuable, in a non-transactional way, to simply say, hey, look, here's some stuff, the end, rather than saying, here's some stuff, and don't forget to call me for all your referrals on 1234567, and trying to give at scale, meaning there's no pressure on a particular relationship. I don't have to weigh heavily on catching up with Julie for lunch, or for drinks, or for coffee, or whatever it might be because there are 100,000 Julies uh, available for me to have a very casual, quick chat to, rather than having to apply weight and pressure to one particular relationship. So if I can just linger on those comments in the context of known, liked, trusted. Um, Known, as I intended to mention earlier, is a numbers game. Um, Do people know you? Well, How does the internet speak to that? I say that the distributive power of being able to post on an internet platform allows you to become known by more people than you otherwise would. It is very nice to speak with the people you play football with on a Saturday morning or the fellow parents at your school or whatever it may be, Um, but that known question is, I say better answered or better answered in concert with an online strategy that allows you to become known by people you don't necessarily have to see eye to eye with, or indeed you're not even aware of coming to know you. I can express that more clearly. The internet lets more people know about you for less effort on your part than you having to go hand to hand combat, shake a hand, read a name tag and say, nice to meet you. How are things going at blogs, construction, PTY Limited, and for you to then retain that knowledge in your head. Known, liked, trusted? Known, the internet, you can do it. Liked, liked, we're going to linger on this for a moment, and um, it's a line um, that sounds a little buzzwordy and a little touchy-feely, but it's authenticity. Um, You're not going to send work to people you don't like, and so if you're using these online spaces, I'd encourage you to be authentic and The real reason for that is people are going to like you or they're not. And if you are putting on a mask, putting on a front of some kind, then at some stage that mask is going to slip. And at some stage, the real you, um, whatever form that takes, is going to come through, whether it's at hour five of a heavily contested mediation or whatever it might be, that mask is going to slip. And the person who you've tricked, quote, quote, um, into becoming your client We'll get to know the real you. So it's always best to lead with the real you. I take that view. Trusted is a question I'm sure you can all meet comfortably in this room. That's a question of can you be trusted to execute your professional skills? So I thought I'd just reiterate that mechanic known. I say that's answered well by a strategy that includes use of the internet. Liked. I say that's answered by when you are using the internet being authentic. Trusted, well, that's a threshold question. If you can't be trusted to execute your skills, don't know what you're doing in the profession anyway. And that's paraphrasing as well uh, what I might have said uh, in relation to that partnership dispute I mentioned earlier, but that's a different conversation. Okay, Um, so what do I do? As I said, I try to go online and give value as best I can. And the way I do that is to use what has been described by others um, with one centrile idea. Uh, idea. I like to get a central idea, uh, very different to a central idea, um, and use that central idea or pillar as the basis for various pieces of content. So it is not necessary for me to have a bolt of inspiration every single time I want to draft a blog post. I don't have to sit there and go, what's this one going to be about? I'm going to take one central idea and spin from that central idea a number of pieces of content. And this really gets to that leverage point, right? Of like, if you have picked a, what we'll call a pillar, you can from that pillar extract a number of different pieces of content. And we're going to just work through the mechanics of that. So for me, my pillar is, recent um, New South Wales decisions in my area. And once there are no recent New South Wales decisions in my area, I don't have a practice anymore. So for so long as those decisions are being handed down, I will have a pillar. And because of that pillar, I'm very fortunate in that I don't have to rely on a bolt of inspiration to say, oh, what are five frequently asked questions about alternative dispute resolution or whatever it might be, I can just go and do node up based on section 233 of the Corporations Act, and there'll be a story of some other siblings of rich parents who've come to co own a farm and can't get along, and that's pretty much my practice. So, how does it work in nuts and bolts practice? Practically, we choose a central pillar, and from that centrality, we spin off written content, video content, and audio content. So for me, if I take the example of Smith Holdings as trustee for the Smith Family Trust, and Smith, let's say that decision that I just made up of four weeks ago, let's say I read the case. Well, I'm gonna make written content from it, and my form of written content is gonna be a reasonably lengthy LinkedIn status update. And the reason I do it in that format is because I don't have to edit it into a LinkedIn post later. And because the length kind of works, if you've got sort of a 250 paragraph judgment to summarize it into 5,000 characters, it's enough space to get in the detail, but it's not so much space that you're making an unwieldy monster that you don't, you know, you don't really take any value from. So that's a written summary. The video summary will come to, but essentially I record a video summary. Now We'll get to that. Uh, And the audio is even easier than that, where once you've done your video summary, you go click, click, export as audio only. And so the audio is the easiest bit of all. So, I've got my pillar. And this is exactly what I just said. And I wish I'd sort of skipped to this slide a little earlier, but that that is what I just said. Well, I suppose the 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 third point, I guess, is what I'm coming to. So we've read our decision, we've made a written summary, and at that stage, we've spent three, four, five hours reading it and making the summary. And so we're reasonably confident that we're sort of on top of the material. And that's the time when you just head to a cafe with a tripod, a telephone, uh, and just a lavalier mic that you kind of plug in and you sort of apologize to the people sitting at tables next to you. And for 10, 12, 14 minutes, you just go um, staring into the sort of little black circle of doom um, on your phone, and you give this summary, right? So we've read the case, we've written our summary, we've gone into a cafe and recorded a video of it. And if I can just, let gosh, that feels, uh, it feels like an American contract, you know, just with, like full of all caps. I hate all caps. <laughs> um, I'm sorry for my drafting. So. So there we are in our cafe, right? Um, let's just get off that. I'll just summarise that uh, for you. Um, so there we are in our cafe. Um, we have we're, we're recording, we're saying, hey, the matter of Smith is this. Um, old Mama Smith died and bequeathed to her three kids the Smith's shares in Smith PTY Limited. Uh, the crazy thing is that Smith PTY Limited owned a number of pieces of real property, but blah uh, blah 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 and the judge said no uh, and cost followed the event. See you for the next one, like peace. And then we're still recording and we bow our head down and we lift our head up again and we're still recording. So this video file is still being created. And we go, hey, do you know I just recorded a case summary where these crazy old kids tried to sue the the trustee of the family trust, they failed. Anyway, if you'd like to see a longer summary of that case, head to my YouTube channel, there's a link just here. We're still recording, right? We're, We're filling up this video file. We're blowing our head down again, head up again, Hey, the crazy thing about derivative derivative actions is that section 237 has all these little sub-criteria. And sub-criteria to good faith is a difficult test because blah, 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 blah. We're still recording. Head's going down again. Head's coming up again. Hey there, you're viewing this on some location on the internet. Can you go follow me in some other location on the internet? I'll put you with some links below. And so we then leave with this video file that is one sort of... what I consider to be the heart of my content strategy that no one fucking cares about or ever watches. It's the funniest thing. Um, everyone's like, I'm so glad you do these long video summaries. I never watch them. And it's like, oh, thanks for the feedback. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but I uh, look I like that I do it. So that's the, that's that's probably enough. Um but it's those like it turns out that it's those other three that are actually the meaty ones. Um and uh So you have left the cafe with your video file. So you've now got, let's just count. You've got your five pieces of content, right? Because do you remember that what you did, what I did, was we drafted our written summary. That's a LinkedIn status update. So this is one pillar. We now got five pieces of content. We've got our LinkedIn written summary. We've got our long video summary, put bluntly. And we've got our three, I tend to call them blurbs or previews in my head. It's not, it's not quite right, but, you know, our three little snippety type videos as well. So rather than having one bolt of inspiration and turning one bolt of inspiration into one piece of content, we have one bolt of inspiration that, thanks to our hard work and ingenuity, And our ability to um, get our mindset right, as Mel would advise us to do when we're in a cafe, sitting next to people, doing something that might be a bit embarrassing, is that we've actually managed to spin out five pieces of content from one pillar. And you then, so we're on LinkedIn at the moment, we're only on one location, and we're going to start speaking about different locations as well. And so we're engaging with comments, people are going to say, didn't understand what you meant, you know, six minutes in. And you'll say, oh, yeah, that's because I misspoke. I said shareholder when I meant director. And the funny thing, when you get an application from shareholders, da 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 da, da. So, you are responding to responses to the content you've made. And LinkedIn's pretty good for conversations of that kind. Um, the um, like horrific racism and misogyny that you tend to confront on TikTok uh, tends to be largely absent because people are directly attributed to their employer. So, it can be like, hey... Guess who you're employing, champion? Um, And so you tend to actually have a fairly rigorous kind of discussion, and you'll often bump into subject matter experts, and you'll have quite a nice kind of cross-pollinated discussion. So if uh, your pillar is law-ish, or is sort of technical-ish, then I think LinkedIn's gonna be a platform you really enjoy. But sorry, we're still talking about me. We'll get to you shortly. TikTok. Um, well, let's take that pillar. Don't forget that if I've just recorded a long video summary, I probably have it in me to record a shorter version. And so that then becomes a TikTok of wherever saying, hey, blah, 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 Smith & Smith, PT, well-limited. It was crazy. The judge told him, go away. There was a cost order. See you later. Bang. So that gets uploaded to TikTok. So our pillar has now delivered us five pieces of LinkedIn content and one TikTok. So that's six pieces of content from one idea. And then with TikTok, as we learned yesterday from Cherie, for those of us who are lucky to be at the digital picnic, um, master 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 class, um, you can then engage with comments. So someone will say, like they might say something mean, which is fun as well, and so that's easy to tangle with and, and you can have jokes at your own expense or you can go in hard and be aggressive, whatever floats your boat. Um, but sometimes you'll be asked a technical question of like, hey, when you use this kind of word or hey, will this apply in this other context? And you can kind of actually really, really dance with people who who are asking good questions that you can see on this video to take an example, everywhere where there's a little white box in the top left is the answering of a question, right? Some of them are silly questions. Some of those sort of career big sis style questions. Some of them are pretty technical questions. Some of them are just insults that you wanna clap back at. Um, and so from this one pillar, you've then got a path to a fair few pieces of content. So we've got six from that pillar. Six is pretty good, but I reckon we can get to seven if we take that long video summary. 15 to go or we're 15 in? 15 to go, aroo. Um, so put it on YouTube, uh, rip that audio and put it on a podcast. Uh, that's, that's extremely easy, as Mel's Google search that she conducted five years ago would have informed her. There's a great product called Spotify for Podcasters or Podcast Spotify or something very straightforward that once you've recorded your little summary, click, click, export as audio only, done, you've done it. And so that gets uploaded on, however, like there are sort of 10 or 12 podcast locations it gets uploaded to. So let's call that 15, 16 pieces of content that we've spun from one pillar. Instagram. Um, so we're also going to place our long video summary um, up on Instagram. We're going to edit it into the appropriate size. That's going to be really demanding because you're going to have to go click, click, save as and put in different numbers than the ones that was originally saved as. So typing those different numbers will take a good 15, 20 seconds extra from you. But we are... allowed loud are we one, two, one, and two, and three. One, two, three. Are we feeling good? Yes. We can all hear. Lovely. Um, we're now up to a running total well past 11. Gosh, the typos I've allowed or caused to be in here are significant. Facebook, similarly, um, we're going to put, put up each of our videos on Facebook as well. And so we're really reaching towards or past 20. Um, and... Uh, Look, X, we can discuss whether we're calling it Twitter or whatever we want to call it. That's another location as well. And so if I can ask us just to reflect on the goal of, we're going to recognize this, the goal of leverage, right? What you've done from your hard work of digesting your idea about three frequently asked questions about alternative dispute resolution, or what I've done by... I'm um, really digesting and understanding a recent Court of Appeal decision, is we've squeezed as much juice from it as we can. And so, in you know, we're all time poor in this room, uh, apart from those who've mastered sort of multitasking and, and, and living, living the lives and that sort of thing. The ability to get more value for your investment of time is a reason I would commend this strategy to you. And so that brings us to my favorite topic, which is you. So let's have a think about you. I say firmly, you ought to at least consider using the internet in its contemporary format. And I say I made a clumsy, but nonetheless compelling argument for that earlier. It's where your clients are, it's available to you. It's an opportunity to leverage your time heavily, it's extremely low barriers to entry. As Mel taught us, you've got to do a Google search and tell people you did a Google search. But immediately adopting my approach wholesale might seem a bit intimidating. Are we really starting a YouTube channel and a Facebook page and, a th- and a this and a that and a, yeah, this afternoon? No, no we aren't. Um, and so what I say is that we choose a pillar and I say we choose a location. And a pillar could be a pet topic of FAQ, but I say it also could be a pet topic or FAQ. So you might find online, um, Kiara and Clarissa were discussing yesterday that TikTok has really good cues and there are often really good like autofill responses, or you could sometimes use chat GBT as a prompt, do never use it to create your content, but, Potentially use it as like, well, what are some things people ask a family lawyer in their first meeting, or some, something to kind of get your head in the game of like, what on earth am I going to do a blog post about, um, or what on earth am I going to do a pin to my Pinterest board, or whatever it might be. So I say choose that pillar and choose a location. And I say that the best location you could choose is one you already like, one you're already confident with. And so let's say you're a visual Instagram type person, let's choose that for you, and let's say your pillar, I just keep coming back to the alternative dispute resolution, let's say it's frequently asked questions about ADR, and let's take your second favourite, and whatever your second most frequently asked question is, that's going to be your pillar, and your place is going to be the Instagram account that you're going to found, um, you know, this afternoon, while we're all sort of flushed with um, confidence um, from Mel opening our session today. Once you've done that, that's, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to do that more. I like that. Um, once you've done that, I say you then get in a rhythm of doing that. And so if we can get our one Instagram post on one frequently asked question done today, tomorrow, this week, then hopefully within two or three weeks, we can do another one. And hopefully within two or three weeks, we can do another one. We're picking a pillar, we're posting it to Instagram. We pick another pillar, we post it to Instagram. We get in a rhythm, pick another pillar, Post it to Instagram. And as we start building that rhythm, we might also just take that hard work we're already doing and post perhaps the same image to LinkedIn uh, with similar commentary. Because on LinkedIn, you're going to bump into people who are interested in ADR as well. And so I say once you've chosen this pillar and you've chosen your location, you then just start adding locations. And the more locations you add, the more leverage you'll be, and the more value you'll be getting from your time. So let's do a case study. Uh, We're gonna launch a law firm now together, please. Uh, It's called Graverman. Uh, Thank you, woo. I really like the font. Um, I like how the G has like a vertical line in the link. I just, yeah, I just find it really pleasing. And that's the firm you're gonna help launch. So basically, it's gonna do some client work, a bit of white label. I need to get accredited as a mediator to do some of that. Um, Look, yeah, like I'll have to chat with you, I'll have to pick Clarissa's brain again in future and and pick something, and pick Lucy's brain as well. And, and, And there's more to come, but in short, it's a law firm that does this partnership disputes work. And currently, it has zero clients. Um, currently, it has zero visibility online, and so if we're doing this case study, well, let's let's say oh, so on Twitter. I should have caught that as well. Zero followers on X. Well, I mean, zero followers on X. Zero followers on TikTok. Zero followers on Instagram. And so, if we kind of try to solve this problem a little bit together, uh, you might like to visit uh, these empty pages now if you're intrigued. It's pretty gripping stuff. Um, and so what I've tried to do to take the example of Instagram is try to have something in place which we'll come to. So the reason I chose not to publish anything on X before telling people about the firm is that X is a look, it's a bad location, broadly speaking, but if it was good for anything, it's about getting in a tangle, or it's about kind of newsjacking and joining a conversation. So at its best, It's about back and forth engagement or bringing some notoriety to something that's currently capturing the zeitgeist. And so I don't want to be in there using this firm's name to jump into conversations before I've decided to tell people the firm exists. So X, I have not been using X. I presume I'll start doing it. TikTok, I had nothing on TikTok until about 45 minutes ago with help from my career big sis over here. Um, And the reason for that was the risk of the algorithm attaching a jetpack to the first post from an account, which it sometimes does. And as I say, I don't want a jetpack attached to the name of a law firm that I had not yet decided to tell people about. And so I decided to sort of weigh in a little bit on Instagram. I don't know if anyone here uses Instagram. It's this crazy new app. It's like photos, but they've started doing videos now. If you'd be kind enough to head there, is it me? Oh, woo, thank you. Two, okay, let's get it. Um, what I've tried to do is try to think through, why would you go there? Like, look, favors are nice and it looks like you guys are in the process of doing me a favor, so I'm grateful for that. But, 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 but why would you go and then stay? Like, what is the possible value that I can provide you by going and following that thing. And basically what I've done over the past month or so is try to breadcrumb Instagram stories and historical posts that sort of venture back from me about a month ago, being like, oh shit, should I go to the bar? Am I gonna found this firm? Don't really know what I'm doing, ooh. Um, to like, oh God, um, I've, now I've incorporated the trading entity and I've got to incorporate the trustee entity that'll be the shareholder in the thing that operates the law firm, ooh. Great, now I've registered the domain. So hopefully someone visiting that Instagram page would actually, apart from just sort of doing me a favor by going there, would actually be able to see. oh, okay, yeah, these were the first drafts of the logo. I can see why he didn't select number four, five and six. Yeah, I can see why we riffed on one, two and three and how we go there. Oh yeah, okay, this is some guy operating a little corporate law firm and I can see how he's gone about creating it. And so that is my attempt to take the advice that I've given to you earlier. And those are the steps that I'm looking to take to have Gravam and become known, liked, trusted. Some more typos here, I can bring them to your attention. Uh, I think we've got two underscores for Instagram, but it's a single underscore on TikTok. It's a single underscore on Twitter. So it's been a, it's been a bumpy launch so far. Uh, we were at zero followers very, very recently, and we have had some odd username choices. Um, and if you're in the, in the process of doing these favours, uh, it should also be on LinkedIn now uh, as just Graverman. Um, thanks to Cherie yesterday, there are some scheduled posts, so hopefully I've scheduled Facebook and LinkedIn and just a few things to come and cascade down into your feed. Um, and I say, hopefully, with this discussion, those poorly chosen usernames um, that uh, I've taken some steps towards, the law firm we just launched together taking its first steps into the marketplace. Uh, Thank you, Google, I appreciate it. Uh, I think I've got just a couple of moments, so I'm very happy to make time for questions, including quite specific finickety ones. Um, I'd really like to plant the seed with you all about the pillar and the locations of publishing uh, sort of idea. So, if nothing else, apart from following Gravaman on your favourite platform, if you leave with nothing other than following Gravaman on your favourite platform, I'd like you to leave with that idea that you can find for yourself a pillar, and then have a think about your preference for a location of publishing. So, if anyone has any questions, I'm delighted to address them. You're allowed to yell them out. Please, um, Claro. LinkedIn. Yeah. You just mentioned you've got a, a Graverman page as well. Yeah.
0: branding and you obviously have a huge presence already so I guess what's the thinking like is it just the fact that it's another <coughs> is it just that it's another platform, another place to post that so you just get more out there or is there more strategy behind it and is it that oh why would I go to Graverman on LinkedIn when I could just follow James and then you know are you just doubling up and for me majority of people follow me on LinkedIn, not, not C Legal & Co. Yeah. So yeah, I'm reposting stuff, <laughs> yeah. but what's the point?
1: Yes. Um, can I repeat that? It's a really good question. What's the point of a company page on LinkedIn when the more powerful LinkedIn pages are personal brands? Yeah. So Claire runs C Legal & Co. You should all be following Claire. You should all be following oh, C yes, Legal
0: follow & Co. yeah, follow me, everyone.
1: Woo, <laughs> <laughs> um, And Claire's, Claire's experience is the experience we've all had of, oh, sorry, a number of us have had of, oh, uh, there's reasonably strong engagement on LinkedIn with a personal brand, and there's less engagement on LinkedIn with what we might call a company brand or a page. Um, And so Claire's question was, if I know a little bit about this stuff, why would I invest the time in creating a company? Well, it's not precisely how you ask, but what is the value of a company page as I perceive it? I sort of have an analogy a little bit like a website of like, I don't really care about anyone's website, but I will sometimes visit it just to be like, oh, Yeah what's here? Scroll, scroll, scroll. Oh, yeah, that's fine. And I sort of treat a LinkedIn company page similarly, that it's not a very good publisher, as it were, but it's good for it simply to exist and to have been founded in 2023. And then for you you to just click, click into your bio, founder at C Legal & Co. And then for employees to come on and click, click, yep, I'm a senior associate at C Legal & Co. And for it just to be a little bit of almost social proof of like oh yeah this thing exists it has a footprint but as a publishing location I just totally agree with you they're not the strongest Thank you Claire really good question thank you um, Kelly ah. so
0: so having said that yes um, if you're trying to create a business or a firm that mm. exists apart from you, Yes. Um, would there then be value in building that profile up rather than your personal profile? Well, you'll have to so ask the we, purchaser
1: of the firm. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: No, but it, what I'm saying is, isn't it, is not theres there benefit in us, like Shelby said, in estate planning, like succession mm. planning, yeah. if, you, if you, you know your idea is to sell Graverman later on and sale somewhere, I don't know, but you know what I mean, like isn't there value in doing that as well?
1: Yes, and, and I'll piggyback on Claire's, like Claire, Claire's in the wills and estates private wealth space as well, um, it just gives you two... If you want to sell yeah, well, sorry, I shouldn't have been so glib um, because I think I'm clouding the issue, it would not merely be for sale, I say there's value in having in the marketplace multiple trusted brands that you enjoy, and so... And, and there are a huge number of reasons. One reason is that in your personal capacity, even in your professional personal capacity, so my capacity as a lawyer, I might have some pretty strong words about people who've voted no in the referendum, and I might feel pretty relaxed being like, they're all fucking racist. Come find me, come fight me, I'll get you. Um, and I might be like not as comfortable, or potentially I would be comfortable on that issue. Yes, I would be comfortable. Um, having that come from a firm law firm account. And so I think there's value in having... <coughs> it almost comes back to the page's point. It almost is a more vanilla kind of offering yeah. that the firm's like, hey... It's a doing. Yes. you you know, here we're educating our clients or here we're yep. you know, doing this, but maybe a- Whereas Kelly's page, you know, tough day at the office today, like a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like, I also wouldn't like to volunteer on a firm page of like, feeling the pressure or like feeling a bit overwhelmed or something like that. Yeah. Whereas a personal lawyer, even one who's known as the founder of a firm, I think it's okay for them to behave. Well, feeling the pressure, feeling the stress. Gosh, I'm balancing the school run and then touch footy and I'm in a four-week trial starting tomorrow. Ugh. That's great from a personal account. I would be very, very unhappy to... Unhappy? Oh, it'd be great for my competitors to do stuff like that, but um, uh, it would be something I would not like to see on a firm page. As you say, or referers as indeed...
0: Um, One more question, you're allowed. Melly please. Mel, Uh, just wait for Mike. Thank you. I'm Mike Shy. Can I not do the mic? We're just trying to record, so that's the purpose of the mic. Thank you. Um, You may not be excused. let me be loud and bold. (laughs) 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 So, everybody, I think, in this room knows that I have an absolute hate relationship with SEO... So, are you going to give me authority to fire the SEO people and just run social?
1: Yeah. No. I don't. I don't. I don't like SEO. Next question. Well, like my genuine answer is depends on the firm. Like my energy for Graberman is very, if you know, you know. Like I want it to be a bit of a referral practice. I don't want to be super easy to contact. I want there to be a little bit of a crunchy barrier. If you've got my mobile phone number, I want that to feel a little bit kind of special. If you sort of slip into my DMs, I want you to know which ones I'm sort of a bit responsive to a bit not. So, I perceive there to be a bit of value in not being like, what are my Five tips for when, if the cops pull you over or, or whatever, like SEO sucking, how do you get out of jury duty? Apparently, it's like the most SEO of all time. Um, so. Depending on the business and the fact that I'm trying to build deep relationships with referrers rather than score one-off sales with Google searches means that I would prefer to make someone visiting Graverman feel like they're part of the in crowd and they know where to go search rather than feeling like I've optimized all the weird Google spiders in the background to make sure your eyeballs come to my site. I suspect Clarissa's more correct than mine, but I guess my answer is, there are times that, like, I'm not a huge fan of SEO either, is my but I do not give you permission to be mean to Clarissa or disagree with her in any way.
0: You wouldn't be mean to me, I'm not on TikTok, nah. so you can't be. Hey. Can we please thank James?
1: Thank you all. Um,
0: cool firm, cool name.
1: Yeah, little g,
0: L- little g, lowercase. Lower, uh, I'm still right, okay. Okay, yeah, let's move past that. Yeah. Lucy and I, Lucy's been on a business name conversation for two years and last night I was like, yeah, let's just suck that up and call it a name and can we move on?
1: I'm a bit curious. Small
0: G, big G, who cares? Move on, launch a firm, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, the irony of the SEO conversation. Where's Mel Telesek and has she stepped out? I think she has. Mel Teleseekin is our sponsor of that session, Mel and James. <laughs> <laughs> and a core part of her business is assisting our websites with SEO. So I just want to plant that seed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. you it. And then I'm on sweet. a serious note, like you're gonna hear lots of stuff over yeah, the next two days, like right SEO, nah, TikTok, nah, and your brains are gonna be nah. going, Oh my god, I've got to do all these things, I'm gonna die, what's gonna happen, I don't have time for all these things. Everything has a purpose. I think you've got to come back. So when you're asking a question, do I need to, then my question to you is always going to be, well, what's your bigger purpose here? What are we trying to achieve? And then does that tool help you with that purpose? Everything has a place. Here she is. Outrageous. They're just trying to tell us that we don't need SEO. Do you want to come and tackle that right now? Or is that like a lunchtime discussion? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lunchtime discussion. (laughs) I just said, yeah, they do. And that was the end of that conversation. Mel was our partner for that session. She has a lovely gift for you, which is going to arrive on your desk right now. Desk, table, whatever we're calling these things. Um, Do you want to tell us? Do you want to tell us? Do you want me to tell them? You want me to tell them? (laughs) How much am I allowed to tell them? (laughs) The guy of the story. (laughs) So Mel has made you, made you. One bottle at a time, one drop at a time, this room fragrance. And it's like a special family recipe that's come from times gone by. And I spoke with you on Tuesday night after I'd come out of court really late and she'd sent me a text and it was bottle number one of 101. <laughs> and as I rang her, she was dropping, I don't know, rose hip oil into a bottle and she stopped and she went, oh crap. Now I don't remember which bottle I'm up to and which one got that thing. And I was like, can we keep talking or is this a problem? Should you go back to this really mindful activity and not talk to me? Like, how is this going to work? But that is your gift. It is a beautiful room spray. And as I said, she's our partner for the morning session. Have a chat to Mel. If you want to ask, you, Miss Melanie, are going to go and talk to Mel about SEO and why you need it. That's going to happen.